them California girls love Some people like to make a little fun of The way I talk What's up, Sitters? This is Bradford Douglas, along with Joey Edge. Sitters, what's good? And Chris Martinez. What's happening, man? And we are Front Porch Sitting, and we have Riley Reed sitting with us again. It's been a while, Riley. Yeah, he doesn't have a microphone, yeah, but you threw it to him. That was, that was pretty nice producing there. <laughs> throw, throw it to the guy without a mic. Yo! <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to recognize the man. Oh. Um, guys, I got a question for you. Uh, I know it's not quite over, but how fast has college football been? Like, Lightning. It went by fast, didn't it? So fast. Like, yeah. come, come back. I mean, it always does. Every year it does. But it, it did seem like this year just just went. Maybe it's because our teams weren't very good. Oof. Yeah, true. I mean, I was trying to, like, wish like wish it away, too. Like, let's just like, let's get through it. Let's get through it. Let's get through it. So, yeah, but it did. Here we are now. And we're about to be football, college footballists. So, not happy about that. Yeah. And we got a full show tonight. Um, uh, we're going to touch base on Georgia and Alabama. That was a uh, – that was quite the game. Yep. Um, part of front porch sitting was right then two-thirds of front porch sitting, myself included, because I really did not see that coming. Uh, we're going to talk about some Manny Diaz. We're going to talk about the storms of Bruin in Florida. There's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brad, I'm with that. Hey, before we get too deep in the show, listen, so this happened. Right, I've been waiting. I've been literally waiting since I walked out of the door to tell you all this. So, Kelsey knows where I go every Wednesday night. Happy happy Thursday, sitters. We're happy to have you guys. Okay, we record on Wednesday night. You all know this by now. Um, and so she knows that the SEC championship game was played. Um, she knows that I'm not happy about it because I may or may not have had a little bit of action on that the mm-hmm. other way. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. She knows um, that I'm pretty truthful and honest in what I say about like what the game I saw. Right. She doesn't say anything to me other than this. As I'm walking out of the door, I swear to God, she said, tread lightly. <laughs> that's I, it i literally stopped turned around and i was like are you serious she goes yep better tread lightly thank you like, for oh. the name of the show kelsey <laughs> oh yeah i was like oh my god what the heck like yeah. tread lightly tread lightly so you know, that's be, that's probably that's probably good advice for the entire show to be all three honest. of us tread thank lightly. you thank you for that kelsey Seriously. yeah i'm gonna i'm probably gonna tread lightly we are gonna talk about it but i'm probably gonna tread lightly for your sake, I feel like that's a that's a great option. That's so funny. Um, uh, but and before we start treading lightly, though, go, guys, go see JW Weaponry. It is hunting season. Christmas is right around the corner, and Shoot, they are the best. Now. What they do, yeah, that, that's Basically, true. Ain't it? Best time of the year, guys. Go see those people. They're really good at what they do. They are always loaded, and they are the premier gun store in the South. Joseph, give them the number. The number to JW Weaponry is three eight six. Two four three eight five eight seven, uh, three eight six two four three eight five eight seven. Sorry about that. I really I thought you were going to miss it. I really had the number pulled up on like it was like my most recent notification was like a post that they JD Whipper had on Facebook. Go follow them on Facebook as well. Uh, he posts all of like their like their sales and, and everything they have there too. So go um, is it friend them or follow them? I don't know. Sure it it depends if it's a business. I think it's a excuse me a follow. And then after you follow them, go friend, like, retweet, follow the front porch sitting. That is what drives this show. We appreciate it. Tag a friend. Hey, and thank you to all of you who listened to that whole show last week. And there, was, there was plenty of you and, out there. And throughout our cryptic tweet at the end of the night. I love that. We're going to get those koozies to you eventually. Um, T-shirts. 
And t-shirts. And t-shirts. Yeah, dang, we're promising the world. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, we did. I didn't expect that type of... Uh... Yeah, we got DMs. We got text messages. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got it. Was, it was, uh, we love the interaction. Yeah, absolutely enjoyed it. What we need to do before this drops is count the people who actually did it in the, in the week. Because now that people listen to this at the beginning of the show, they may go back to the end and find it. I know, yeah. I <laughs> can't I, reward those people. No, no, no. I, I think I got most of them All right, in my cool. head. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So. Got a lot, of, a lot of good information up here in this old noggin, Chris. Hey, speaking of information in your noggin, there's a piece of paper in front of you. Oh, boy. That's on the paper. But, yeah, I can, I can read this. Um, I hopefully. just knew you didn't have that in your brain. So um, <laughs> let us know. Let us know how we did there on the uh, on the, the picks. On the year. Are we done with it? Yeah, let's be done. Unless you and me want to pick one game to break that tie. We'll pick the national championship to break our tie. I don't like the tie. I'd rather, I'd rather come in second. Yeah, well, that's a good call. We'll, we'll do that. All right. Brad, you don't get to pick. Wonder why you don't get to pick? Well, Chris, I'll tell you why. He doesn't get a choice. He's on his phone, and so I'm going to talk for him. Uh, it's because he didn't come in first or second, which means he came in what? Uh, last. Last. Very first, last. First time ever uh, Brad's come in last. First time ever someone that's not named Joey came in last. I finished. Uh, well, well, we'll see where I finish again. But, yeah, Brad, you did come in last. Your punishment's coming. Your yeah. punishment. Yeah, I just want to remind everyone that Joey had no punishment last year, so we may, yeah, you're right. We may need to address that. It was absolutely yeah. zero reason to say that, Bradford. If I'm getting punished, you get punished with me, brother. <laughs> what was Brad's record? Twenty three and thirty three on the year. I'm Whoa. not good at this. <laughs> Big yikes! Yikes! We will talk about our records. We just fight. we tied for first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subpar. Um, which you, you want to talk Alabama Georgia off the bat right here? Yeah, let's jump into it. We're gonna, so we're going to go talk Alabama, Georgia. Yep. We'll go a little bit of a of the, the playoff. Yeah, a little right? bit. There's still some time to that. We'll just talk about like the matchups and like early expectation. Like, what do you expect to see? Right. And then there's a lot to a lot to, to uh, dissect with Florida and Miami. Yeah. Oh, for oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Can't yeah, wait. a lot going on. Just you know make who sure we were there on the you same page. Who is happy? Florida State. We like our coach. Yeah. Yep. We'll, we'll talk about them too if you want to, Brad. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah. So Georgia, Alabama, Chris, you you thought Georgia in, in a in a beatdown, yeah? Yeah, I didn't I didn't see it going quite like that. Uh, I expected I expected them to be more competitive. I expected their defensive front to handle Alabama's um, offensive line better, and they didn't. I was about to ask if there was one unit that really let you down in that game, like. Like, you don't ever, like, just blame one person or one unit, but if someone had to take the brunt of the blame, would it be the front? Um, partially, yeah. The back end looked pretty putrid, too. <laughs> Keely Ringo got abused, and I don't know number 31's name, but he is awful. There's not – there can't be their best player. There's just no way. Um, they, got, they got exposed. Partly due to the front not getting, not getting the pressure I thought they would get, but Alabama did a good job with them. I mean, they're, at the end of the day, they're Alabama. And I guess we can't, at me, I, guess, I can't say we because you called it the other way. I guess I kind of lost lost sight of that and kind of got enamored with what Georgia had done all year. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things where – hang on. Um, it's just one of those – sorry, I got sidetracked there. Uh, <laughs> it's just one of those things where I just thought it would be um, – I thought they would do better. I thought they would do better. Um, and, then, and then the back, got, the back end got exposed a right. little bit because they were asked to cover – and, and Alabama's receivers were electric. And Bryce Young, you nailed it, Joey. Bryce Young's really, 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 really good. And he was not faced. He did not get rattled. And he did not – he was good. He, he had his Heisman moment, right? He definitely had his Heisman moment. He, I, I don't – he surprised me a little bit, but I don't think it was necessarily him that surprised me. 
because I, I've seen him play several times this year, and as long as his pocket is clean, he is good, good. And then even when it breaks down, like he can, he's good enough to where he can make a play. He's not looking to run ever. He wants to make a play with his arm. Were you surprised with anything defensively or or, or with Georgia? What were were you surprised by Georgia's performance? Yeah, I was. I didn't. I didn't expect. I expected Bama to hit big plays. I didn't expect him to to not have any. Uh, any whatever word I'm looking for answer like they, yeah they, they didn't they have didn't. an answer for for Alabama at all at any at any point um, so yeah that that surprised me I, I I felt pretty confident that Bama would at least hang with them like I, I know a lot of people and I read a lot of tweets about you know from from experts I'm using the air quotes um, that Georgia was just gonna gonna bully them all night long and I, I didn't see that happening and the reason I and same thing I said before the game I, Georgia played nobody all year long mm. that had an offense with a pulse nobody. Um, yeah, ten, I mean, Tennessee, maybe, I guess. But Tennessee's not on the same level as Alabama offensively. Even though they they go fast and they do some nice things, their quarterback play is not good. They're, they're, it's just not on the same level. Their, their skill position guys aren't on the same level. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, it, it surprised me how, how bad it was, but it didn't surprise me that Bama, Bama played with them. Yeah, no, I mean, probably should have saw that coming with – I mean, it's Alabama. Like, it's literally – it's Nick Saban and it's Alabama. Like, they're going to – they're prepared. They're ready. Um, yeah, I, again, I think Georgia's defensive front, the front four primarily, specifically, they underperformed, and they put stress on the back end to make plays and to have to cover for extended periods of time, and they didn't wreak havoc, and they were in, they were behind the chains. Like, Alabama always stayed ahead of the chains, so they never became really one-dimensional. Yep. And it put a lot of stress on Georgia's defense as a whole, and um, ultimately, at the end of the day, they didn't get the job done. Um Bama was a better team that day. What about uh, Georgia's offense? Did anything surprise you there, or was it about what you expected? That's what I expect from them. Same. I don't think they can win in a game where they have to score 30 or 40. Well, 40. Like 30, 30 maybe even in the big games now moving forward. Yeah. I don't think they can win in a game where they have to score 30. They may, they can maybe go score 30, but I don't think they need to be in a situation where they, they're behind and they have to chase. 100%. Chase points. I don't think um, I don't think they're good enough uh, at quarterback to do that. What if JT Daniels is playing? I don't know that it's much different. It's probably better. I think Stetson played pretty bad. I think I think they're they bring different dynamics. I think JT Daniels probably is is a little bit better in the pocket, but Stetson Bennett can run, man. He's, yeah, but he's, I mean, he's athletic. He, you know, he is athletic. He is athletic, but they didn't need him to do that. They needed him to make throws down the field. Yeah, that's true. And they were there. Like there was there was throws to be made. You can't throw you can't throw touchdown back pick sixes. You can't. You just I mean you just cannot do that. Right. And you have to make the throws out of giving. Like, he just didn't play good, in my opinion. There was there was and there was one there was one play earlier early in the game that should have been a pick six that mm-hmm. the, the safety or he jumped it and dropped and dropped it dropped and just it missed it. it was, yeah. That would have been a pick six early. Right. I remember exactly. So, like what you're Stetson, about. he didn't play. He didn't play very good. So I think the the outcome is probably the same as far as they lose. With JT Daniels, but I don't think it's like that. Yeah, I, I um, that's from what I've seen of Stetson Bennett. That's how Stetson Bennett plays. Like he he's the benefit of Georgia's a lot better than everybody they play. Yeah, and like so against Clemson that didn't happen because Clemson's defense is really really good, and so that's why you saw a ten to three ball game that night. And the three or the, the seven of those um, ten were a defensive interception return yeah. for a touchdown. Pick six. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean, he didn't really play a defense with a pulse, and, and so it, it was easy. You know what I mean? It's, it's easy whenever you're 7-on-7 you're seven seven pass yeah. skeleton out there. I think the most intriguing thing moving forward is, like, kind of to your point, what you just said, he hasn't had to go win a game yet. 
Right. Like he's just been able to be like, and I, and I, you know, there's such a negative tone to like the the term like game manager, but he's been able to be a game manager and and get by. Now Alabama's won national championships with game managers at quarterback. <laughs> yeah, a, a, a few of them. Several. McEl- McElroy and uh, McCarron. McCarron. Those are game managers. Those right. are not game changers. Like, you can do it. But it's going to be intriguing, interesting for me to see, like, moving forward. Um, can can they like, – I guess now's as good a time as any to transition to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Unless you – Brad, do you have anything on that, on that game that you saw? Uh, the only thing with Alabama is it's so funny to me is people were saying they're down. They're having a down year. And it's like, they lost one game, guys. Yeah, but they they didn't play great in several others. They did. Obviously, but, I the mean, they found game, ways to win. Right, the but, Auburn game. I mean, they they had to go ninety seven yards in what two and a half minutes, and they did it to tie to tie. Yeah. and then they had to go to overtime and, and all that. So and then Arkansas was like one score, two score game, I mm-hmm. believe. I mean, it was a, it was a high scoring affair as well. They um, haven't been as dominant. I, I understand your times. point. At yeah. times, they haven't been as dominant. As well, what we expect Bama to be, but they were on Saturday. Well, yes. my point is, it's just so funny that um, they're down is losing one game and going <laughs> to go play a national cha- go play for a national championship potentially. That's a valid, like that, that's, that's, that's their point. that's their down year. Like they've lost one game and they're going to go to the playoffs, and yeah. that's a little scary. Yeah, let me ask you before we transition too far off of Bama. Okay, um, I mean we're going to talk about them with Cincinnati, but that won't be much of a conversation. Uh, Nick Saban. Oh, well, it won't be for me. <laughs> Nick Saban. All of his press conferences before that. Let me ask you both: How long? How much longer does he coach? As long as he wants. No, yeah, I, obviously he has. He has <laughs> I, I don't. That. I don't know the. I don't know the answer to that question. I, he doesn't look aged. He doesn't look tired. Okay, to so me. if I set the number at two and a half years, over, over, really, I would say five. Really? Yeah, I don't see that. Here's one thing I noticed differently, and I didn't. I, I, this isn't an. You say over? I know, no, I know where you're going with Here's one thing I've noticed about his press conferences. He always prior was uh, the process, the the process, not the results. The process, the process, the process. Yeah. And, I, and, and, I, and, mm-hmm. and here lately, like his comment Saturday was like, he, I feel like right now he's enjoying the ride a little bit. Like, he, like. I can see where like, you're going. I, I can see this. Like he said, like the rat poison thing. Uh-huh. He's like, the rat was poison was yummy. Yeah. But he, never in a million years would Nick Saban ever, ever, ever say that. I think he's enjoying. I think I think in his mind, he knows that this thing is coming to an end for him. Not his dynasty. It can go as long as he wants. But I think he knows that like, I'm, I'm probably, it's, I'm probably, on, I'm, I'm getting closer to being done than like, in your opinion, like five years. I think that's too long. I think he's enjoying, enjoying this a little bit. I just maybe it's maybe it's selfish that I don't want him to go. Is I know everybody hates him because he's Nick Saban and everybody hate hates him. everybody hates the Alabama dynasty, but not me. I, I don't know. I enjoy success. You know what I mean? Like it's as weird as that sounds. Like I, I like the fact that somebody is there to dominate the world of of college football. I enjoy it. I like the consistency of it. Yeah, he's not a flash in the pan. <clears throat> like Jimbo, like he. So right now he has like 2014 Jimbo vibes. Like Jimbo really started like enjoy and like not not lose his edge, but like kind of enjoy what the fruits of his labor, right? As opposed to like sitting back on it and never like enjoying the moment. And Nick Saban in his press conferences, like he doesn't care. Right you're, now. you're right about this. He's letting fans have it like more than normal. Mm-hmm. Tell them like appreciate what we're doing. Like you guys don't want it to win now. Now we're not winning by enough for you. Like those are all comments of like, hey, we're winning. What's wrong with y'all? Like, right. Where it used to be, and that's what, and that's what some of the fans were saying was like, no, 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 Nick, 
You told us. <laughs> this is yeah. Just, you told uh-huh. us that we can only dominate, and that should be the expectation. And now you're saying winning is okay. We should be dominating, and, and or we, you know, you should be happy with what we're doing. I just kind of see it. Again, I'm not calling it. I'm not calling that he's done. But I think if we set the number like two and a half, I would probably take the under of years that he has left coaching. If if he looked in any way like he was aging or like, I mean, he's not young. What is he? Seventy one right now. Yeah, at least. Um, so he's not young, but he just he doesn't look like he's falling off at all as far as his health goes. He's seventy. Okay, so seventy. Yeah, no, he doesn't. But like, I mean, no, he doesn't look like unhealthy. That's not what I'm saying at all. I think it's more of like a, like, almost like like, a, like I've done like what more? Maybe maybe I need a few years with my wife and just yeah, just us hanging out. Maybe yeah, I, I could see it. And I you're just, right about the press conferences for sure. He and I, yeah yeah, I just I just something I somebody else actually brought that up and then it kind of I, I was like oh okay you know what I kind of see that too. Um, but let's let's go back to Georgia Michigan and the. Uh, what bowl are they playing in? What um, I know they're the two three seed. Georgia's a three seed. Michigan's a two seed. Um, I'm not entirely sure what bowl that is. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a semifinal game. Yeah. Um, what what do you what what are your initial thoughts? Real quick, both of you. What are your initial thoughts on that game? How do you how do you see that going? Georgia Michigan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Georgia Michigan. I think um, I think it's closer than, than a lot of people think. I know a lot of a lot of people, especially in the South and the Southeast, think that Georgia just runs away with it. I think Michigan's pretty good, actually. I think it's a little different Michigan team than we're used to. I don't like giving Harbaugh credit. Everybody knows I don't like the guy. Um, but they've done a good job this year. And he they, they have um, a weirdly explosive offense. Like, they can put up big plays. You know, a lot of that's in the run game. But, uh, you know, they get they get the run game going early and they can set up that play action. They're, they're, not, they're not bad on offense. And then defensively, you just don't beat yourself if you're Michigan and you can hang with with, with Georgia. Um, and so I, I think it's I think it's a lower scoring battle. I think it'll be a, a fun football game for like you and Riley to watch, especially because I think the defense will be put on display. Um, but yeah, I think low scoring something something low twenties to high teens, something like that. Okay, it's uh, Brad. I'll let you weigh in, but it's the Orange Bowl. It's in Miami. Huh. Um, actually, I agree with you, Joey. I'm. Um, I think it's going to be a little closer than a lot of people think it's going to be. Um, uh, Michigan, with their last couple of wins, kind of impressed me there, getting that big win against Ohio State. Uh, the last win against Iowa may, means absolutely nothing to me, by the way. Iowa was so bad this oh, year. Oh, they're bad. But, I mean, they, they beat them like they were bad. That's true. So, like, um, you know what they say, good teams win, great teams cover, and they covered. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if everybody says that. I think just degenerates say that, but I could <laughs> be wrong. <laughs> we said that. <laughs> Bingo, Brad. But, um <laughs> Last couple of wins, I was kind of impressed. Uh, they it kind of showed, and like I'm not a big Harbaugh guy. Har- Harbaugh. Harbaugh, Harbaugh. That's tough to say. It's as tough <laughs> as Bert. Um, <laughs> but uh, not a big Sorry. big on him either. And um, I think it's gonna be a little closer. All right. How about that line is nine? Georgia minus nine. Uh, the over under is forty three. Minus nine and forty three. That's hard to fathom, take the actually. under. I don't know if I'd take the under. under. I think the I think 43? the forty three. I think forty three is about right. Brad says but the if, under. But if you had, if you had, so what does that put the score at? Uh, so you just cut it in half. I don't know, man. Around what, like sixteen to twenty four, something like that. Yeah, twenty five, sixteen, something like that. In that range. Or yeah, twenty six, seventeen, something like that. Yeah. Oof, I don't know. That's yeah. that's. 
that number is probably about right. I don't know if I, I don't know if I like the, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm intrigued too because I think it'll be like Smash Mouth football. Like I think you'll, uh, I think you'll find, like everything that you're looking for if you like defense in that game. They're gonna run the football. I think both teams will run the football. I think um, it'll be interesting. It will be interesting. I'm, I'm excited about that matchup for sure. Um, we'll, we'll preview that as it gets a little bit closer. Um, but what about Joey? Or Bradford, one of you, either one of you, uh, we'll go Bradford first here. Why'd you say either one of us, but then you went him first? Because I changed my mind right after I said it. It was in, in case you may be on your phone again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bradford, could you please tell me what you think about the next matchup? Cincinnati versus Alabama. I think it's going to be a better game than everyone else thinks it's going to be. Um, and what is everyone else? Everyone, like Mr. Riley Reed at the table, who was just saying that he hopes that Alabama beats them by 30 so we don't have this conversation again. Everyone else has in Vegas. What is this point spread? Um, I don't know what the spread 14. is. 14. Is it 14? Okay. Yeah. Did we just say that off air? We had that conversation. Okay. Yeah. We, we paused because be Chris was mad at me. but I was mad at both of them. I look up to ask them a question. They're both nose deep in their cell phones. Okay. I'll be, I was like, Jesus. Well, in, in our defense, Riley is at the table, but he can't speak because he doesn't have a mic. And so he was texting our group message that the four of us are in. Yes. And he gave us a little bit of uh, smoke, which we're about to talk about. Right. And so I was responding to what <laughs> I knew about that. Or not knew, but had heard about that. I was that. gambling. Sorry. What do you think Brad was doing? <laughs> I was yeah, gambling. I knew it. Everybody knows what Brad <laughs> yeah. was doing. So I look up as a producer. I'm not even supposed to produce. I'm producing it. I'm trying to tell. I'm trying to like throw the question to one of these guys. And there's like I'm. I'm like playing like wall ball or something with myself. I like just throwing the tennis ball against the wall at home. I'm like, all right, boys, here we go. Like, all right, but anyways, I'm sorry. We're back now though. Yeah. Thank so you. when I, Joe, I love it. y'all did say 14 during the break, and I just thought that was Joey throwing out a number, and I was like, that's a good number. No. It- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I feel. I feel good about that oh, number. No, I feel like no, I really no. did good I mean, with that Joey's one. like a guru when it comes to sports. So when he says a number, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> so about that number, Brad, the game. The game. Uh, I'll say again, I think it's a good number. Um, I think it's going to be a closer game than everyone else thinks. Uh, so you think it stays within 14 is what you're trying to say? Yes. Okay. There yes, we go. That, that's what I was trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you happen to peep the over-under, Joey? <clears throat> no, I didn't. I, I can look. But you, you know what look. you could do? What? While he's answering? While, while I'm what, rambling? What could you do? You could look that up. I can. Okay. Very good. Produce. Producers produce, baby. Joey, how do you foresee the game going? Do you like the number or what? I think the number's right on. I think 14's a good number. Um, I could see it it going several ways. I don't see a path that Cincinnati wins the game. I can see a path that they cover the spread, but I can also see where Bama beats them by 182. Um, I think... uh, Good number. (laughs) I think... I think Desmond Ritter will be will be um, a guy that people will learn about. I, th- I think if if they can stay in the game, it's because he just made plays himself. Um, I think the coaching mismatch of Saban versus Fickle is is quite large. I don't think Fickle is as good as a lot of people do. Um, I watched I don't know probably five Cincinnati games this year. He was a little a uh, little too conservative for my liking, um, and and it just he just I don't know I, I don't I don't love Fickle. Um, and I, obviously, we everybody loves Nick's ability to coach. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I think that that's. But I but I also think Cincinnati is playing for the entire world. You know what I mean? I think I think a lot. Most of the free world wants to see Cincinnati beat Alabama just because it's Alabama. If it was anybody else, I think nobody would really care as much about Cincinnati. But I think the world wants Cincinnati to knock off Alabama. And so, you know, if they're if they have any intelligence, they'll use that. 
There's like the group of five uh, like angle to it too. Like right, hundred percent because, because they're the underdog. It is you know Goliath in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, there I, I agree with that. There's probably people that are that are rooting for um, probably majority of people that outside of the southeast that are probably are like rooting for um, Cincinnati or or rooting for chaos in general. Yeah, and I'm I'm not I'm not saying that I'm here. I'm rooting for either either or. I saw um, a good ball game. That's how I am. I, I don't care about. I mean, I, I don't want Georgia to win. I'll say that. I'll say that publicly. I don't care. I'm good with that. Yeah, I don't want. Shouldn't. I don't want Georgia to win. But as far as the other three, I, I don't. Want, you know what? I like, I don't want Harbaugh to win either. <laughs> so whoever wins Bama Cincinnati, let's go. Let's let's put our let's put our <laughs> horse on that wagon. Fair enough, Brad. Did you get that uh, over under fifty eight? Fifty eight. Ooh, some points. I think I like the over in that. Fifty-eight. Well, if Bama just put up forty-one on Georgia, yeah, true. But there's no Mechie. You got to remember that too. Yeah, no Mechie. That, that hurts. So, a little so bit. the so the the coverage can roll to Williams a little bit more. A little bit. They still got cats behind them. No, there's still nineteen different players that are five stars on that roster. Yeah, it's Corey Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks, Riley. That was a Gator guy, right? No. Nah. Wasn't he? Wasn't he like? Where's he from? He's from. But he he never was the Gator leaner. He was all Alabama. Yeah, I oh, think okay. he, yeah. I was gonna say he he may have flirted with Florida at one point. But I could have swore that kid. I could have swore that Joker was committed to Florida at one point. I'm he wasn't committed. He may have been. He may have been a lean. Maybe that I don't remember. No? Okay. I, I could see that, but I don't remember him being committed at all. Okay, I could be wrong. But that could be too. I'm not gonna say I'm 100 right on that. But he's good though, for sure. Yeah, he's but, not Mechie, but he's good. Yeah, right. uh, that's interesting. I, I'm I'm in, I'm intrigued by both matchups for different reasons. I am too, actually. But I am. Uh, I think the style the style matchup of of Georgia Michigan is fun, um, and then just the the unknown of Cincinnati and what they're going to bring to the table. Yeah, I agree. Where do you um Where do you guys want to go from here? Let's go to Miami because it's fun. Miami, crystal ball. Yes. Uh, he. Ja'Cory Brooks committed on um, – he did not commit to Florida. But he did have a Florida hat on the table. It was down to all signs point to UF um, is at one point. But then he – like last minute, all the crystal balls switched to uh-huh. um, my uh, to Alabama. Yeah, that maybe that check cleared, as Coach Reed said. Um, but, yeah, I remember – but Florida <laughs> – Florida was in the driver's seat for a little bit until – Bama really pushed, I guess. Um, Miami. Miami, Miami, Miami. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe, you have strong opinion on this, don't you? Um, on the head coach? Yeah, I'm not a Mario Cristobal fan. Okay. If that's what you're asking. Well, he's the head coach, so. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. no, I'm not a fan. <clears throat> you, don't, you, don't, you don't like the hire? I don't. No, I, I think the hire's a good hire. You have to make that hire. You don't, have a, you don't have any choice but to make that hire if you're Miami. Okay. How about the process of, of them doing it? Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, Hundred percent Miami, like I, I know. Listen, people, people out there. Oh boy, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. People out there will say that uh, that it wasn't as bad as it looked. That the certain guys in the media weren't allowed. So and so so they they got uh they got butt hurt about it and started started saying <laughs> crazy stuff in the media and they leaked what they they, knew, they right? leaked what they what they didn't know. That's the problem. Yeah. They leaked what they didn't know, and so it made it look like a mess, Bruh. It was a mess. It was a mess. Whether you like it or not, whether you're a Miami fan or not, whether you write for the Lake City Reporter or not, it was it was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. It was a mess. Don't care. Don't care how much connections you have. It was a mess. Does he listen? Don't care. 
No, I mean, I, I'll I, have I, a I conversation with him. I, it's not. It's not. I don't have anything personal against Jordan. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. I, I just was wondering. No, he I, should. If he does, he should. Yeah, I agree. He should. I used to listen to his. Yeah. Um. What Joey's referencing is there was a little bit of a Twitter conversation. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of a Twitter conversation between um, Anthony, friend of the show, and uh, Mr. Jordan Kroger, who writes for Lake City Reporter, who is a Miami native, I believe. Uh, is, huge, and, huge, huge Miami fan. Huge Miami fan. Too, but he's, he's he never probably, wavers from that either. No, he stands on it. I'm cool yeah. with that. Um, but I, I believe he's plugged in to what, oh, what's going on down there too. Mm-hmm. And I believe that they probably, he's right in the sense that they probably were working back channels and and there may have been people cut out of the process that were disgruntled and probably did whatever they could to let their feelings uh, be known that they were not happy with them being cut out. Absolutely agree with that. It doesn't change, in my opinion, it does not change the fact that it was messy. It was um, borderline disgraceful to hang a coach out there like that. Um, but I heard somebody, I heard somebody say it, Bud Elliott, I, I listened to like a couple of his podcasts, and he had a really, really good point. Because I don't like Miami at all. Me either. I don't care for Manny Diaz. Me either. I don't. I don't think I don't. It's not that I don't like Manny Diaz. I just don't think he's a very good football. Well, I don't coach. like him because he was Miami's head coach. Right. Okay. Yeah, he has a punchable voice. <laughs> he has a punchable hairdo. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's fun like. In fact, Miami fans don't like my, uh, Manny Diaz either, so it's fine. Right. No. Yeah, they don't. They hate him. He's the worst coach ever in their eyes. Um, but the, the the point was that's what the money's for. Like, yeah, right. it sucks to be dangled out there like that, but that's seven million dollars in the bank. It's gonna be okay. Like, that's what the money's for. So here's my, my here's my stance on this. I have, I don't care about Manny Diaz. It it doesn't. It sucks for him. That's great. But he also it sucked for the boys at Temple whenever he took that job and then left fifteen minutes later. Yeah. So I don't feel sorry for Manny. That's not where I'm at with this. No, this that's has what the nothing, money's for. <laughs> this has zero to do with Manny Diaz to me. I'm with you. It, it's strictly. The fact that you had a head coach, you're the you're the University of Miami. You had a head coach, you didn't fire your head coach. In fact, you're going to keep the guy if if Mario says no. <laughs> Wild, it's, and you make it, it, that's crazy. And and then the athletic d- director search, apparently, according to Brett McMurphy, who's to my knowledge about as plugged in as anybody yeah. on planet Earth as, as far as college football goes. Yeah, said that so many, not people, not media guys. Athletic directors that were directly contacted by Miami turned it down because it was, quote, a mess. <laughs> so that's where the whole a mess came from. Like, it came from McMurphy. Yeah. I, I, I trust him at this point over yeah. a, lot of, a, lot, a, a lot of people. I trust him more than them. So if he says that those guys say it was a mess in Miami, I, who am I to say it's not? Yeah. I'm going to believe that because just aesthetically – it looked like a mess. Yeah, it looked. Uh, yeah, <laughs> on the surface, it looked awful, and then an insider said it was it was indeed awful. I think the thing with Miami is, and they're they get to find out because I think they're going to have the financial support because apparently Chris Ball is married into a family uh, with that has a billionaire booster B with like billionaire like B, um, <laughs> and he's it very strongly supports. Cristobal, he's course, alum. He's gonna have more time, um, and and the thought amongst Miami fans is he's gonna be able to get it rolling in the right direction with more time. Um, I've seen so many Miami fans say three years. Well, they're crazy. 
top 10, top 10. Um, one, one of the, and I, he used to listen to the show. I'm not hundred percent sure he does anymore. He doesn't interact with us on Twitter anymore, which hurts my feelings a little bit, but I'm not going to call it out, call out names, but big Miami fan. Um, but he said they have a top 10 pro or a top 10 roster right now in college football. And he doesn't see any reason that within three years they're competing for, they're not competing for a national title. They should be competing in three years. Oh. Okay. Reed has two reasons. What's the first one, Reed? O-line. 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 Defense. Yep. Pretty two big reasons. Well, pretty two big reasons. <laughs> I agree. That that seems like a bit of a long shot, three years. But hey, you know, uh, that's that typically is Miami fans. They are a little bit um, reactionary. I can't say anything about fan bases. Oh no, we're going to y'all next. Okay. Um, <laughs> let, no, no, let, let's let's. So realistically, let me ask you this. Okay. Okay. First of all, do you think Mario Cristobal is the answer at Miami? I think it's who they had to hire. Agreed. It's who they could hire. It's who they had to hire. 100%. I don't think they wanted to get in the arms race and try to pony up. And they're going to pay him, I guess, what, eight, eight and a half million? Yeah, I think eight, which is a they, lot. But, but they, didn't, they didn't want to go pay 10 to 12 or whatever. They didn't want to go do that. And I get it. Um, but they were able to kind of play the heartstrings. He wanted to come home. Family, uh, I guess, personally. I guess he, makes, he makes it known, so I'm fine saying it. Yeah. But his mother's sick or whatever. Right. He wants to be closer to home. He's an alum. He's 100%. two-time national champion there or whatever. Absolutely had to make the hire. Yeah, he, he's who they had to hire. I'm okay with it. I think it's the right hire for Miami in this time. He's he, he, There's a chance that the upside's really high. And So what is your what is your feelings on where they are? Where do I you, think – so let's stick with the three-year marker. Okay. I think they should be competing for ACC championships in year three, by year three. They almost competed one for – they should have competed one for one this year and last year. Yes, I agree with that. They're in a weak division. Like, they're not with Clemson and Florida State. They're on the other side. I agree with that, too. They have 85-year-old Mac Brown. (laughs) I do think that they should be competing for an ACC championship. They should win their Probably year one. Yeah, I agree. But by year three, they should have played. They should have won an ACC championship by year three. Okay. All right. How about that? I I don't know that year they one, have. I, the reason, so I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. I apologize. No, you're fine. The reason not on year one is for what Riley said. The offensive line is not great. The defense is not great. Yeah, no, They're losing I, their I, offensive coordinator, and they're losing their defensive coordinator. Well, they're losing. They're probably gaining a little bit more. than Maybe, maybe, but I don't know that they will gain in year one. Apparently, Joe Brady's going, too. Hey, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, and, and I, think, I think that's a good hire for them. Is it? I think. I think. Yeah. I, I, know, I know. Yeah. So, he didn't call plays at LSU, kind of. I think he had a, a large hand in what was going on there, and I think that. Uh, I mean, he how many was, years did he do that there? He was there for one year. He okay. was the passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach while he was there. Who was his quarterback? Uh, Joe Burrow was his quarterback. Heisman Trophy winner Joe Burrow. Yeah, but Joe Burrow was also not very good the year before that. He wasn't. Who did, who was he throwing the ball to? Uh, he was throwing the ball to Jamar Chase. Okay, pretty good. Justin Jefferson, really good. Uh, Terrace Marshall, really good. Uh, Thaddeus Moss, pretty damn good. Clyde, Clyde Edwards Alaire. Yep, pretty good. Joe Moore Award O line. Yeah, Joe Moore Award O line. Great offensive line. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, I was gonna say I think four of the five are still playing in the NFL, or obviously still playing, but they're yeah. playing in the NFL right now. So yeah. you know, they were pretty good. Like Ryan I know he got fired in Carolina for but he also was dealt a pretty crappy hand. NFL's weird with how they fire people too, though. There's uh, always gonna be a scapegoat. That's true. And because so. I, I don't think Matt Rule's very good. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Joe Brady is the reason the offense was bad in Carolina. And I think that's you agree with that. No, yeah, I, I do. I, I think Joe Brady has the chance to be a home run hire. Also, think he has the chance to not be as good as um, what 
what I may think he is. Rhett Lashley was pretty freaking good. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. I'm sorry. They, he was pretty good. I watched him. He dialed, he dialed stuff up. He was really he, he would be a pain to defend. Uh, I mean, I can I can get on board with that. that. Between the tempo and how they mix up formations and how they mix up concepts and how they get their playmaker the freaking football. Mm-hmm. Like, people sometimes forget, like, hey, my best guy has to touch the football. Right. Damian Pierce, Florida. <laughs> Y'all saw it firsthand. That guy has to touch the ball. Right. Miami only has one. Yeah. Harley, right? Yeah. Well, Rambo was this past year. Yeah. Charles Rambo, but he he broke. But to your point, or to my point, he broke the receiving single season receiving like reception record at Miami, which seems hard to do, but he did because they just kept feeding their best player the football. Like, I mean, I think Rhett Lashley did a very very good job at Miami. So I mean, Joe Brady may be a, a slam dunk hire, but is he going to be better than what Lashley was? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure on that either. But like I said, I think that he has the potential, like possibly, to be home run style. Like I, I do. But I do think that the, there's also a path to where he's not great. Because, I mean, I, from my knowledge, he has said I, I don't really care to recruit a whole lot. No, he's not a big time. Uh, doesn't doesn't want to go on the road and, yeah. and do that. Which some guys do, some guys don't. So, I, I don't know. Um, I think that – I will say this. Here's what I will say to our Miami fans. <clears throat> I think that they're in a better position right now than they were in. I can I can get on board with that. They're, I 100% can get on board with that. I think, realistically, this is going to sound crazy, I think they're 8 to 10 years away from being relevant in the national picture. Then he won't be their coach. But it, but it, has, zero, like were, it has much less to do with Mario They were Cristobal. relevant last year now, or the year before last. When? When they had the Eric King, and they won like eight games, nine games in a row. That's, what, is, what, do you, what do you call relevant? Like competing for a national title. That's not real. Perennial, perennial national title contender. Like if they want to get back to those days. Bro, you can they, be relevant and not be. Right. Well, okay. Sorry. I don't mean to say relevant then. Because I, I was like relevant would be like top 10, top 15. Like a team that you don't necessarily want to play in a I think they can. I think they can. Yeah. I think they can get to they're that the number point. two team in the country. Well, right now. Yeah. I think they can get back to that point. I don't, I don't think that that's a hard ask, honestly. But well, I agree because they're not that far removed from that. But I don't think Mario Cristobal is good enough as a head coach to to get them to competing at the highest level year in and year out. I just I personally don't believe that. I can say with pretty pretty good certainty, he won't have eight to ten years. I don't think so either. Uh, however, the reason I say eight to ten years is because their their facilities are miserably bad. I yep. mean miserably bad. So like you got to start the process of getting those back. That's not a two-year fix. That's that's uh, that's a good little while. They have a sixty-yard practice field, indoor practice facility. Yep. Okay, uh, that's not great. Uh, Union so County has every close high, to that. Every high school in yeah. Oklahoma. Every, yeah. Yeah. Every high school in Texas and Oklahoma and Kansas. half of Georgia and yeah. So no, their their weight rooms, their student rooms, their athletic rooms, like none of that stuff is is from the two thousands or the nineties. It's all old. So you're going to have to redo all that stuff. So somebody, I saw somebody on Twitter saying, oh, they're going to spend tens of millions of dollars on coaches and recruiting budget. None of that matters. Hundreds of millions is what it's going to take. Yeah. Hundreds of millions is what it's going to take to get Miami back to where they're supposed to be. Their facilities are trash. And they're still renting a stadium. Yeah, and it's not on campus. It's an hour away. Yeah, it's a a good ways away. Yeah, it's not That's not ideal. You you, You have to be able to fill stands. They can't do that right now. No. I agree. And I mean, it doesn't matter who they're playing. People aren't going to those games. No, it's, no, I agree. I uh, So where did they need to be? Where Or where do you see them 
in like say year three? Like we use that as our landmark. What do I you think, see? I think competing for the ACC is probable, but I I, I think with that's, Crystal that Ball there should be the expectation. I think with Crystal Ball there, they're very similar to Oregon. Like so, Oregon is they're the worst Power Five conference in college football. Yes. Yeah. And I think we can all agree that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They're in the worst. They have more talent than everybody in the conference. Really, not that close. Yeah, because USC has not cared about football for years now. Right until until now. Now they do. Apparently, they're because they're spending hundreds of millions. Um, they care about football. <laughs> they, now they do. Um, every year, Oregon loses games that they shouldn't lose, and I, I to, in my opinion, that's due to coaching. Right? It's got to be. I agree. Because you got the Jimmys and Joes. Yeah, no, I, I, t- I wholeheartedly agree. But Kyle Whittingham has put you in a box like 12 times now. <laughs> uh, didn't Cristobal work for Willie Taggart? Cristobal did work for Willie Taggart. Hmm. And I know, I know, listen, I know it was FIU, and it's hard to win at FIU, right? Yeah. But he didn't. No, he did not. He did not win at FIU. And if, if he's as great of a recruiter as he's supposed to be, you could probably pull those, uh, those, those not great three stars out of Miami that are like four stars into the rest of the world. Right. You should be able to pull them to FIU. And win and, seven, and, eight, nine and games And win there. seven, eight, nine games every year. Yeah. And he didn't do that. So I'm not sold on Mario Cristobal. I think if they give him time, they can be good enough. I don't think that they can be with him national title contenders really ever in his whole tenure. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I, I would, I'll leave it as and we can move on. I think I think he can recruit. I think he cares about recruiting. I agree with that. And um, I think that will go a long way. It's like in the game of college football, that's what matters. Ask Dan Mullen, ask Kirby Smart. I, I, and I agree with you. So, like, I think he'll I think he'll load the roster. I think they, the roster. And, and, and talent will win enough games in the ACC yeah. to compete in that, that the weakest of the two divisions in the ACC. Right, exactly. And, and I think I think – We'll see how content Miami fans are with that because I think that's what they'll do. And I don't think it'll take too, too long. I really don't. I mean, you think about that division already. Virginia, new coach. Virginia Tech, new coach. It's literally North Carolina without Sam Howell. <laughs> I mean, so seriously, like, the, the NC State's not on that side. Um, Louisville's not on that side. Clemson's not on that side. Florida State's not on that side. It's literally Virginia, Virginia Tech, and um, North Carolina. That's it. Pitt? Oh, Pitt. I get, yeah, Pitt's in there. Pitt's on that side. I mean, they're, and they're they're... Yeah, but Pretty they're without Pitt. Yeah, they're, they're, okay, I, I overlooked Pitt. Pitt will be there. I didn't even mention Wake on our side. But, yeah, I mean, but who played in it, which is it's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> yeah, what a, what a hell of a draw that was. Pitt and freaking Wake Forest, baby, in North Carolina. Yeah. Good Lord. Ugh. Um, but, yeah, so I, I don't think their road to playing in the ACC championship is all that difficult. I agree with that. Especially with the if they can load if he can recruit the way that alleged he can recruit, which I, he's proven he can recruit. Um it's a lot easier. I mean it's really easy to recruit at Oregon. Really easy. I don't know, bud. I mean, yes, yes and no. But what about Miami? They're in their backyard. Right, 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 right. Remember earlier I said facilities. Like kids love facilities. Yeah, man. And you they go do. To, you go to Oregon? Mm. That's a different. That's a different breed than you're anything pulling, else that you're going to. I agree. Here's, and you're pulling every kid from California because, like you said, USC didn't care about football for a minute. You are, but that, but we all, we have said the kid in California, uh, uh, a California five star is kind of like a Jacksonville five star. Like it's a little different. Yeah, I don't care, man. The truth is, the truth <laughs> is, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, but I mean, it's he's still a good player. No, he is. He is. I. I'm, but okay, his so, pool. So, his pool that he's going to be able to recruit from. I would say is going to be better now where he is, by a lot. I would say, like 
personnel wise, like player wise, player Jimmy wise. and Joe wise, I, I can I can appreciate that. But is it easier to pull a kid to Oregon or easier to pull a kid to Miami right now? If you're recruiting a kid on the West Coast to Oregon, yeah, that's probably easier. But like right, but like, I don't know, man. They got a lot of buzz. We'll see. I guess I don't, we don't want to spend any more time on it. That's a valid question. I don't have an answer to that. I, I would still say Miami right now. Mm. I just I, think I just think there's so many kids in Florida that don't have places to go, and then the Southeast and in, in general. And and I understand your point about facilities and because it, it's a valid point. It, it it is real. It is real. They they are behind there. But like you, there's kids that are from Miami that just want to go to Miami. That's true. Like and so like all they need is just a little bit of hope and a little bit of consistency, and they're gonna go to Miami. With like the with the promise that we're gonna build it and like I don't know how many I don't honest to God I don't think kids care that much about a hundred yard indoor that's less that's less half the run. <laughs> I mean I don't think I mean, that the indoor is as big of a deal as as everything else. No, I, and I, I, and but, I get it that there is there is an element of facilities that that does go into play. Last question but for then me. The, my, then I have one for you first. Okay. If you if you're recruiting a kid that only cares about facilities, I'm not cra- I'm not sure that I want that son of a gun in anyways. And I know you have to be competitive. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But, like, bro, if you're only committing to a school because of how cool the locker room is and the, the lazy river and stuff like that, man, like, your priorities might not be where I want them. I'd rather a little bit more of a dog, personally. Yeah. I can appreciate where you're coming from, but I've had a lot, I've seen where a lot of recruits that went to Georgia said that that was one of the biggest draws was the way they handled the process and then, the like, what they get when they're there. Now that part is true. Can I play devil's? If you can get yes. a mic, you can. Yeah. You can, if you can get a mic, you can say whatever you want to, sir. I think more than anything, the facilities they show the support of the football program. Yeah, and I think that's what kids look at. I can, like if yeah. your facilities aren't very good, they're like, do they really support the football program mm-hmm. the way that it should be? That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, no, good and, job and, getting the mic on that one, Riley. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. <laughs> I agree with I agree with what you just said too. I think the at least what they're saying is that funds will be pledged to improve the facilities to prove or to show that they are invested in athletics how they should have been for years now. Right. And, and that is the part that is like to be determined. Like, I guess we'll see. But that's the part that takes the most time. And that's my point of it. Like, if you're going to give Cristobal three years, then you're not doing things the way you should be doing them. He needs at least five to six to truly figure out where they need to be. I agree. I, I know. I, I'm all for giving coaches more time until they tell you that they don't deserve any more time. Yeah. Dan uh, Mullen, Willie Taggart. Like, those guys had more time. We had to pull the plug on them because it was getting weird. <laughs> I can't argue that. Um, I don't remember my other question. I don't know. Oh, they, is Miami <clears> – <throat> so in your opinion right now, is Miami – like being a kid from Miami, do you think they still have that same draw to the University of Miami? Or do you think that that's kind of – out the window a little bit or I, I don't I really I truly don't know I'm not from Miami so obviously I can't speak from first person like right but I do know Florida State was just in a recruiting battle from a kid yeah from Miami Central uh-huh. Wesley Bissane personally I don't think he's that good I've been saying it for two months he does not diagnose stuff like instinctively he right. sees it and then then he goes attack and that's all yeah, good. he athletes it yeah he athletes it. And, and he's good at that he's really really good at that and then maybe he can develop and grow into like a true like what I want like an instinctive linebacker. I want an instinctive linebacker. Like I don't, I don't want to have to teach you how to like do every single thing. I don't want a robot. Robots right. are really hard at, at that position. You have to be fluid. And and he's like he's not the first one to the football, 
because he sees it first. He's mm-hmm. the first one to throw up because he's the fastest. Right. Which works, which, which works out a lot. Me personally, like I'm not losing any sleep over that. But like Florida State recruited their butts off with this kid. They're they're actually he just committed to Miami right. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. He's without a coach. <laughs> like they did like they well, Manny Diaz was the coach, but like everyone knows that everyone pretty much knew he wasn't gonna be the coach. Yeah. He still committed to Miami. I think that kid just wanted to go to Miami. I really think the kid just wanted to go to Miami. And 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 again, Florida State is still trying to flip this kid because they they think there's an end there maybe, but at the end of the day, I think he's going to stay home at Miami. It's similar to, like, Travis Hunter. If Georgia can't flip that kid, he lives 30 <laughs> minutes from school. Nobody's flipping it. It don't have nothing to do with – it doesn't have anything to do with anyone else. That kid just wants to be a seminal. Right. And that's, like, the lottery for Florida State. Yeah, but that's <laughs> – that's, that's, that's a one-off. That's probably an outlier. We're yeah, talking about every kid from South Florida. Right. And I just – I don't think that they had the same draw that they had in the – I mean, obviously in the, the 90s it was, like – you didn't leave Miami. No, and I guess, and I don't know the answer to that. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and that's a, that's a fair assessment of the situation, I think, too. Like, that's where we're at because, like, they're tweeting their butts off right now about the crib being back, the crib being great. Talking about Miami. All yeah, the, all the, say, they said that when Manny got hired. Okay, um, but I'm saying, exactly. So, like, we had to wait and see. Turns out wasn't really the case. Manny didn't have the financial support that Chris Ball is allegedly supposed to get. So, we shall see. Yeah, I'm with that. Now we're getting to the prime time. 50 minutes in. We'll I was just it. about to say, how are we, we got to be close to an hour again. Yeah. I, I had, you know, I had a lot of compliments on the two hour show. <laughs> I did too, actually. And I was shocked. I was very nervous about that being broke. So I, we never, we're deep in it now, but like last week we recorded it. We knew it was going to be long, but we didn't know we were going to have to put in two files. And we did. We had to make two separate shows, obviously. Yeah, Anchor wouldn't let us just pull the two hours in. It was too, the file was too big. Yeah. So, so we, we had, had to break it up into two, which was challenging. And we just didn't know how that would work, but but we're tech guys. The numbers, yeah, the numbers, uh, the numbers showed that every like tons of people listen, so that's great. And I got a bunch of compliments too. This one will not be as long. It'll be a one file show, I promise you, because I'm not doing that again. No, um, but you say um, that, but no, no, we're not. I promise, I'll cut this thing off. But um, let's go to Florida. Let's go to Florida. Yeah, and uh, Billy Napier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw a nickname. Um, Already? Hillbilly Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody called him Hillbilly Willie. He's the Hillbilly Willie Taggart. Um, <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, but I think, I, I want to ask you, I want to ask you, we may need to get Riley on that mic too over there. Uh, Brad, you can come over to me because I have questions for you too. Um <laughs> no, neither one of them are bandages. No, 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 I'm no. still laughing at Hillbilly Willie. I'll be honest. I'm going to get Reed on that mic. I'm going to bring you over here. Oh, okay. right. Yeah. Um, right. Brad seemed a little disappointed by that. He did. No, but he's gonna, we're going to. Me and Brad are going to share this mic. Brad, will you bring me one of those when you come over here too? Your whole damn thing, right there. That's it. That's the whole plan. I don't care what you get on the mic. I like my plan. <laughs> um, I want to ask you too, kind of what you think about um, Napier and oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. So wow. Um I I kicked some stuff, Joey. Uh buddy, you did a lot more than kick some stuff. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that loud until we paused right there and went back and listened to that and Chris was like, I'm leaving that in so everyone can hear how clumsy you are. Yeah, I I honestly thought that your foot was broken. Literally literally had a pause to make sure we put the room back in order, and Brad punted the trash can. <laughs> Good God. Thank God there's two of them. Lord have mercy. Um, one all right, back, back to what we were going to do. 
I'm going to throw it to you, Joey, first. Yes, sir. And then we'll go to Riley. Uh, what what do you make of, as people are listening, yesterday's day so as, Wednesday. A, as a Gator fan? Wednesday as a as a Gator fan. How, how, how did that go for, for you guys? Um, Not great. Not great overall, I would say. Um, I don't know, man. It, it, it there's there's two sides of this. There's there's it's like an onion. There's layers to this thing. Um, obviously, anytime you lose recruits, it, it's not good, right? No, no matter what, and whether and I don't know what happened. I don't know if, if Napier's pushing people out. I, I have a hard time believing he's he's pushing out a top 100 receiver. Um, yeah, a six five, 195 pound guy that can that can kind of go a little bit. He's in a legacy. Yeah, and I don't know that the kid's great. I, I don't. I don't love his film, if we're being honest, but I don't know that he's not great either. Right. So, um, yeah. And then the other one, the big, the other big one that that people were worried about. Now there was a small one, the D line three star guy that that he threw his name in there as a, as a decommit too, but nobody seemed to care as much about that. But uh, the other one is Nick Evers. Yeah, the quarterback, the and, bell cow of the of the class, right? Uh, in a way, just because of his his actions. Yeah, he's I, I think he's, I think he's gonna be really good. I, I've I've said that a lot on this podcast. I think he's going to be really, really good. You also said he was Patrick Mahomes. I said he looked like Patrick Mahomes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's moving on. We don't need to say what else you said, too, but let's keep it moving. Anyways, dude. So, yeah, losing him hurts, I, I think. I, I, don't see, I don't know how you can spin it and make it a, a, an overly positive situation. Um, it feels a lot like how when Mullen got here, he kind of pushed out Corral and brought in Emory Jones. It kind of it has that feel to it. I trust Napier a lot more than I trust Dan Mullen on the trail. I'll say that right now. What about quarterback development and evaluation? I trust Napier a lot more than I trust Mullen on the trail right now. Okay. I, 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 quarterback, I don't I don't know if I'll trust many over Mullen. Yeah, no, I mean he was wrong about Corral and Emory, but you know, but yeah, Riley, to you, because um, we're gonna get into the higher. What what do you think is about like? What what's causing the decommits? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I and that's, I, how, that's how I feel I, too. I, I really I, do. I think you you see this when when there's turnover. I think it's normal. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it, it might be different if you hired someone from like a, a lower power five school that was maybe recruiting the same kids, but like you know, they probably don't have a relationship at all. And I think that's the big thing. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you see. You know, some of these kids that jump back in eventually. But I can't blame the kid for now if he's, you know, hey, I had a relationship with the previous staff and I just want to kind of step back and evaluate some things and I want to open up my recruitment to, you know, other schools or, you know, I get it. Yeah, I do too. It just seems – you're right. There is – there's always a turnover. Um I did not. I did not. I will. What I will say is, I did not expect it. Like I didn't. I don't know why I was kind of somewhat cut off guard. But I didn't I, expect I, the depth of it. Like Riley said, I, I I expected turnover. I expected decommits. I expected uh, transfer portal. I expected. I expected all that. Like that's that's. I think that's normal in any coaching change. No matter who gets hired. No matter who gets fired. I think. Uh, I think that's a normal thing. I, like I said, the depth of it. That's that's where it kind of. You're like, eh, it's, it's not a great. It's optics isn't great. Yeah. Um, Ultimately, what happens yet to be determined. And, and for me personally, I, I'm I'm good with just waiting and seeing. I, I think uh, you know what gets the entire fan base in trouble is is jumping to conclusions really quickly, really fast. 
and that's what they do all the time. Dude, it's overreaction season. But on dude, steroids, though. Yeah, Florida fan base overreaction season is like first of all, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a year. They you've, over, been, you've been on this, yeah. They overreact to every single thing that's ever been on the Twitter machine. It's the worst fan base on Twitter ever. Um, but yeah, it just relax and 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 like four to three days ago. That that's how quickly this has been. Three days ago, the entire fan base, for the most part, there was some outliers. We're okay with it because he was like, "We're going to evaluate. Let's be patient. We're going to do it our way. Our way has been proven to work." Let's do it. And everybody's like, all right, we're, we're going to give him some time. Let's let's do this. Three days later, Nick Evers decommits and Jaden Gibson decommits and no more time. Fire. Yeah. Get, Get, rid rid yeah. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Yeah. Okay. Bring Dan back. All right. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of craziness on, on the timeline, which we, we we're well documented saying that, like, sometimes the fanatics are the loud minority, right? Like right, right, the right. loud ones, but not the majority. The majority of the fan base isn't necessarily feeling that way. I know like right now, as it sits, Florida has like the 76th recruiting class in the country. <clears throat> Just for fun, 74 is uh, Jim McElwain in Central Michigan. <laughs> Jim McElwain can recruit. He's 74 in Central Michigan. Jim McElwain can recruit, though. Um, he, yeah, proved, he proved that at Florida. That guy had Jamar Chase, uh, Jacob Copeland, um, Matt Corral, somebody else was committed all at the same time Kyle at one point. Pitt. Kyle Pitts, yeah, yeah. Darius Tony. Kadarius Tony. All those were McElwain all those guys. All those guys were committed under McElwain, yeah, at yeah. one time. Well, I mean, obviously, Florida will not finish there. Obviously, Let's hope. but no, my God, they're not. Gonna, they're not going to finish there. But that, but that will. That is concerning. Like no matter how prepared you say you are for like for the decommits and, and to give the coach like we're going to give the coach time and and I think he here's where I do think he did a good job of is like his messaging and like I think he tried to temper expectations yes and even then like people overreacted but he told the fan base like it's going to be a process it's going to take time like you always want to under promise and over deliver you've been saying that for a few years dude that's the key to everything in life under promise and over deliver like if i'm like if amazon tells me my shirt's gonna be here in two days it better be here <laughs> in two days like if they tell me it's gonna be here in five days but it shows up in two days and now i'm happy but if you tell me two days and it shows up in five days then i'm pissed same thing if i tell you like we're gonna bring florida back to prominence in one year and it takes three years or four years and then everybody's pissed now i'm pissed but yeah. if i'm like hey guys this is gonna be a process uh, three stars, four stars, five stars. We might not sign any. I think he said that or something like that. Yeah, he doesn't mean that. He doesn't even believe that. Right. But if I set that tone, like, hey, watch this. When I go get one, it's like wow, he said he wasn't even going to get him, and now look at him, he's getting them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's about messaging, and I think he did do a good job about that. Yeah. And, and he's doing what he said he's going to do. I think like people just got to relax, man. Like chill out. Yeah. Aaron Aaron Rodgers said it best a long time ago. R E L A X. Relax. Be, we got this. Because today or yesterday, same dang day. Oh, this is lose, my favorite part. They lose the the three kids uh -huh. in one day. They drop down to load more Twitter or load more. Uh, recruiting classes like they're not even in the top 50 they're he like said, closer he said load more recruiting classes <laughs> they're, they're closer to 100 than they are to 50 right now <laughs> you have to hit load more to find them um <laughs> it took brad a minute to get that one <laughs> miami's been there so he's known that joke <clears throat> somebody said there was at one point before the third kid committed decommitted i'm not even trying to be funny at this point i know before the third kid decommitted like florida was 57 miami was 55 
And it was like them boys are down there slap boxing <laughs> Northwestern for, for the <laughs> top 50 or something like that. Um, Big yikes. But like, so, so yeah, it's not, that's not, that part's not great. But then he turns around this evening as we're recording this evening, as you guys are listening yesterday night, last night, and hires the Corey Raymond. Is that his name? Yeah, that's his name. The DB coach from LSU? Yeah. Who's, okay. who signed about, I don't know, 218 five stars in well, his They career. are probably DBU. Like, mm-hmm. they, they dang sure have an argument. They do. If, if they're not, then they have an argument. You're right. Like, that's a hell of a hire. It and is. Now, and now Napier's the best coach ever. Sky's not falling anymore. Yep. Somebody, let, somebody's holding the sky up finally. Thank let, you for that. Let him work. Yeah. It's funny, man. And I get it. Like, I, I really do get it. Like, fans are passionate. I'm passionate. I, I love it myself. I feel like I'm a little bit more realistic when it comes to expectations than, than maybe some of my uh, Gator counterparts. Um, I, I just, you know, you want, you always want success. And Gator fans have been so spoiled, especially Gator fans my age, like 30, 35 area. You know what I mean? Like, we grew up in the Spurrier days. All you've seen is, is success. Where if you lost two games in a year, it was bad. So, and, and same with you guys growing up in the Bowden years. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you, that's you expect greatness. Not used to this. And then you know we had a few bad years with Zook there, but he recruited really well. And then when Meyer took over, it was you know two national championships in three years. Right, you see that. And then the basketball team went back to back in that same stretch. Oh, I remember. That and was so fun. yeah, and so like being a Gator was like, ooh, this is what it's like. That's not realistic. Like you can't no no school can keep that up as far as both sports being as great as as that. Um, and, and then you know you 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 played revolving door coaches and. This is where we are. So, you just, and I've said this for a little while now, but you have to give a coach time to, to implement his strategies. And I do think, I will say this about Billy Napier, I think that his blueprint is going to be successful. I, I really do. I don't know that he's as good of a game day coach as Dan Mullen because I don't know that there's many out there that are whenever he's into his situation. Um, but I, I do think that Napier's ability to connect with people, it shows. Because there's not a single person that says anything bad about Billy Napier right now. Like, nobody. Nobody's come out of the woodworks and said, yeah, all these guys are saying this, but he treated me this way. Right. It doesn't have – there's a big Florida State fan that played for Napier um, before he was at Clemson. I don't remember where he was at. I saw that. But And he was like, y'all can clown if you want to, but that dude's got it. He's, this hurts me to say it, but yeah, he's good. Yeah, that's, that's like that. exactly what he said. It hurts me to say this. It pains me to say this. Yeah. But he's going to be all right there. Yeah. And then somebody else, they, like I saw a couple of different people comment underneath it and ask him like, specific questions, and, and he answered every one of them. And he's like, I'm telling you, the guy's like that. Like He's going to be okay there. Like Give him time and as let him As long work. as you do that. Right. But that's the hard part because instant gratification world, we need it right now. And, and it just doesn't work that way. Florida's new facility – We've talked a lot about facilities tonight. But Florida's new facilities, uh, you know, it's going to – I think it's next year when it gets fully fully opened up. That'll help. But his his ability to connect with people, I think, is what ultimately is going to win out. It's the same thing. We talked about this off – I don't know if we talked about it on air last week or not. It was two hours, so maybe we did. But he, he reminds me a lot of Norvell. Like, Seminole fans right now are clowning Billy Napier the way Florida fans were clowning Mike Norvell and still are at times. But I, I see a lot of similarities between the two as far as their ability to, to connect with people. And, and like when, when Norvell left Memphis, you didn't see anybody say anything bad about Mike Norvell. Like every single person there wished him success and all that. And it's just been the same with Billy Napier. Um, 
I, I just I just see a lot of similarities. And, and so Gator fans that don't like Mike Norvell, I hate to tell you this, but I think he's going to be the answer long term for Florida State. I agree. Um, and Florida State fans that that are like, huh, we're going to clown clown y'all, blah blah blah. I think Billy Napier is going to be the long-term answer for Florida. Yeah, I mean, I think I think both of those cases, that those are just trolls, man. Like real fans that understand the game and understand they can they can like take the blinders off and look outside of the rivalry or whatever you want to call it, and and like be able to appreciate a good coach or a bad coach or whatever. Right. I think they understand that Florida probably had like for me. I think Florida probably has their guy. I, I tweeted we've talked countless times about this. Like I think he's, I think he'll be just fine. Um, Riley, I want to bring you back into it and talk about Corey Raymond. What, in your mind, uh, does that hire like mean for Florida, or, or, or how does that help them moving forward? Well, I think you're hiring an elite recruiter and a guy that, um, you know, when, when he's sitting down with some of the best defensive backs in the country and he's recruiting them, he has a track record that he can show. Um, if you want to be an elite DB and you want to play in the NFL – He's done it <laughs> a lot, um, you know, and that goes a long way. So I think his track record kind of sells it, itself. Um, I think Corey Raymond's going to end the IMG curse. Yep. So I'm here. I'm, I'm here <laughs> Napier, I'm, Napier was there today too, right? Yeah. Or yesterday as you were listening. Yeah. Um, so I'm here for that because I don't know when the last time we landed anybody Never. out of IMG. I don't think we ever have. We have, but Never. It's, it's, it's Never, <laughs> Riley, is the answer. It's, it's it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, it's hard to it's hard to land kids out of IMG, primarily because yeah. like those are transplants. Yeah, they're not Florida natives typically. I mean, well, there's a lot of them that are. Well, yeah. some of them are, but like, but a lot of them are. But like, there, yeah, there's a lot that aren't too. But yeah. still, to not you land have to one get some of them. Yeah, I agree. Florida yeah. State doesn't either, but we've been bad during <laughs> IMG's reign. We got DeAndre Francois from IMG. Yeah, <laughs> worked out good for us. <laughs> so you know, I mean. <laughs> I think it's a good hire. Um, I I like the uh, like made up position that he is. He's like the, the uh, associate associate head coach of defense. Yeah. Yes. Slash DBs. Yeah. I don't even know what that is, but I think that's how you get a raise. Yeah. It's a deputy or, sheriff. Yeah. yeah baby. Exactly. Yeah. So well, we got one of those. Yeah. <laughs> He's know, our worst coach. <laughs> sheriff deputy. Don't know what the hell that guy does. Our tight ends are putrid. I think that's what he coaches. I yeah. Know. Well, I think we're we're you know never mind. <laughs> Do we want – okay, so I, I agree. I think Corey Raymond – well, that's not a hot take. Hey, didn't he go to LSU too, Corey Raymond? Did yeah, he? I'm pretty positive he played there. He's been there for 12 years, I believe. Yeah, he yeah, was so there with Les Miles. Yeah, so he he played there, and he's coached there for 12 years, and he's leaving. Yeah. Brian okay. Kelly. Two things. So two things. Allegedly, he was not offered a position like to stay, which is mind-blowing. Well, neither was Tommy Moffitt. The Which best, is the best strength coach in the country. Double mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Weird stuff, weird stuff. And I'm pretty sure Notre Dame's strength coach is staying. So it's not like one of the situations where he's bringing his guy. Because right. I can understand that. Which is I don't think he's bringing happens. anyone, is he? I, I don't think so. I think it says a lot about him. But, yeah. I mean, you, may be, you may be right. I'm, I'm, okay with, I'm okay with that. We played them in the beginning of the year. Stoked about it. I'm going LSU? with that one. Yeah. Well, we have one. We have like a little uh, cakewalk before that, and then we go to New Orleans. I will be present for that Memorial Day. Well, is that well, in Baton Rouge? It? No, it's in New Orleans. It's in New Orleans. Okay. Um, that is Labor Day. Yeah. I don't know about better. Baton Rouge is a it, it, the it's place a, sucks, but the, the, stadium the stadium is awesome. But the, it's a dump. 
Yeah. New Orleans. Might have. You can. Yeah, you, can, you should stay in New Orleans and go play or go watch a football game in Baton Rouge. That's well, what we do. I was in charge of scheduling. They'd play it in Death Valley. Touche. So I, I got to travel to Baton Rouge one time. Um, night game. Oh, boy. Pretty Pretty, pretty good. Uh, 15? Okay. The back and forth game. It, it was the Will Greer suspension game. Yep. Um, when they say, like, in Death Valley, you can smell bourbon on the 50 yard line. Yes. Like straight out of the bottle, bro. I, I love it. I know it's, you can in the end awesome, zone. It's an awesome place. Yeah, I love it. I am a big fan. Um, I think Corey Raymond's an elite hire. You two are very well plugged in. You have your sources. Um, at we'll timestamp this thing. It's ten o'clock on Wednesday night. Are what are what are you both hearing? Um, <laughs> Joey, I'll let you go first. What are you hearing about the potential next hires? Um, at Florida. The biggest one right now, the biggest one with smoke anyways, is Sider, Juwan Sider, running backs coach at Penn State. Obviously, Florida has a running backs coach. Um, allegedly, he's coming to coach tight ends is what I read. I think Riley said – Riley read maybe wide receivers. Is that what you saw? Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen the same. What I saw was wide receivers slash tight ends, which I don't know if that means he's going to coach either both. Or. Because – and the thing is – uh, you know, Napier said he wants to have two offensive two line, line coaches. coaches. Yeah. So you might have a guy that coaches like the centers and the guards and then another guy that coaches the, the tackles and tight ends. And then, you know, when they do their indie for like the receiving bit of the tight end spectrum, you know, they might go to the wide receivers coach, yeah, that which sense. is, which is, you know, kind of similar to what they do anyways. Right. Um, another so, elite recruiter. Yeah, uh, a South Florida guy. Um, I think he would help recruiting just in, in the state. And that's, you know, the big thing is the state of Florida with the big three, is it's not going to change until they start keeping more of these kids home. I agree. And 100%. I don't – I don't. There, there's enough talent. I don't think you have to, you know, keep all the kids in because it's not going to happen. You know, Georgia and Alabama, Clemson, they're, they're still going to come in and get guys, but they've got to do a better job of, of landing the big dogs in the state. And I think, you know, Jawan's a guy that can um, – he's got a pedigree of doing that and, and his ties in South Florida. You know, he's from – where do you place? Uh, Belglade? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, and, I mean, he, he's getting guys from South Florida at Penn State right now. Yeah. So, and he whenever he was the running back coach at Florida, I mean, he got he got who he wanted to from – not who he wanted to, but – He recruited well. He recruited well yeah. from the well, state. Well, he was the one that signed Damian Pierce. Yes. Because Greg Knox wasn't here yet. Right, because he coached the bowl game, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it's interesting. He's hiring a good staff. He's hiring a staff. Yeah, that's 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 tending or pending. Well, but I mean, he's just Corey, Corey Raymond by himself is is yeah. no, no. That's that's a great start. It's a heck of a start. It's a great start. If that's a sign of what's to come, which you would you would think that that is. Yeah. Then that's an, that's encouraging. Relax. Yeah. There's Can't a few more names that are exciting, but I, I I'm not gonna. Not gonna do them yet. Nah, no. unless you want to. I'll do. Go ahead. Um, I've heard Rob Sale. Yeah, okay. as offensive line coach. Heard that um, too. I'm pretty sure he was with Napier at UL um, as the offensive line coach and maybe the run game coordinator, or he might have honestly had the OC title. Um, currently, he is the offensive line coach, I believe, with the Giants. Um, good chance that yep. staff falls through, right? Yep. Um, so, you might see that. He was definitely the offensive coordinator at Louisiana. Okay. Shout out Jeremy Pruitt. He's with the, the Giants, too. I'm not dropping Jeremy Pruitt as he's coming to Florida. but I freaking Pruitt. hope not. Um, the, the other big name on defense that I'm hearing is, is 
there's some Tosh Lapoy smoke. Now I haven't heard anything from any good Who's sources. That? Tosh Lapoy. Oh, oh, really? So he, was, he was Bama's um, DC for a couple of years. Yep, Lapoy. Um, I remember him. So he's in Jacksonville now. I believe so. That's what I think. Interesting. Interesting recruiter. Yeah. He he's kind of off the uh, the Pruitt side of the recruiting things. Things could get a little hairy there. Y'all may um, or may not find yourself answering some like self. Uh, you may have to turn yourself yeah. in on a few things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is what it is. He's going to operate in the gray area. Yeah. So Lord, you know, sure. <laughs> t- Tony, as of now, is the safeties coach in the Cody C, and I think Patrick Tony is a really good football coach. The um, fact the fact that he has Cody C title, I, I feel like that yeah. tells you he knows yeah. who the other yeah. Cody C is. Not yeah. him necessarily, but but Napier. Well, it, it tells you that he. he and the thing is, is they have seven and a half million dollars. Right. I don't know what Tony's going to make. I don't know what, you know, the guys that have signed. But there, there's going to be a lot of money that can be thrown around there to to do some convincing. So I would expect on the defensive side of the ball, um, I don't think they're going to retain David Turner. I think he's a really good defensive line coach. Um, I think he's already been, yeah, been told he was done. So I think I think, that's I think where, C. Rob's the only one to stay in. Yeah. I think that's where you're going to see the, the the big money thrown around is is it's going to be a D line coach, um, with a uh, Cody C with tag. a Cody C, and I think you can you can almost rule Doug Belk out now. Yeah, I don't think it's almost. I think you. I think he's done because if Corey Raymond's going to coach your corners, I don't think Doug Belk is. Uh-uh. You know, I mean, what's he going to coach? Right, right. He's a you have your guy, and then you have your. So yeah. I think you can rule that out. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Which is, I think, why there's a lot of the Tasha Poy smoke because there's the Bama connection with the two. And um, that was like a rumored but, but name they, from the jump, right? So, but I haven't heard anything like, and I haven't either from yeah. from like truly credible people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More more smoke than yeah. than anything else right now. But yeah, it but it makes sense because he can't get hired until he's done in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, and then like I said, the the co DC thing. So you, I mean, you you have to have an idea of who it's going to be. You don't just name your your DC a co DC if you don't have somebody else in mind. Right. There's there's some more. There's else somebody that else goes that, with that, that, that he knows. Yeah. I think personally, I, that's that's just my opinion on that. Um, and I'm I'm 100 with Riley. I think probably D line. You know, I'm still for Coach Orgeron if he wants to come on over. And <laughs> oh boy, have a good Talk time about with gray us. Area. Yeah, Y'all, boys about that. Y'all will be death penalty. Oh, Shout yeah. out C Rob, big big C Rob fan. Yeah, if he stays, I'm I'm here for it. I think he's a good dude. Yeah, I, I agree with 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 what with what Riley said there. Yeah, awesome. I think Florida's in good hands. I think you just gotta be patient, let it play out. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I think that's my closing message to Florida fans: is just shut up and relax. Like, stay off Twitter. Just mm. just read just read some stuff. Don't don't comment on anything. Just read read what the people have to say and shut up. That's your that's your that's your two that's your homework for the week, Gator fans. I love you still. I really do. I love all of you, but uh, huh. just relax. Y'all need to start trolling Joey. Leave me alone. <laughs> Damn. I'm just honest, man. I, I can't. So am I. Yeah, but you're a Florida State fan. You can't do it. Oh, yeah, because that's the. But that's when I know I've won. When I make a point and it's like, well, Florida State this. No, no problem. I'm good. Done here. <laughs> My wife does that, too. Clean the dishes. Well, what about with the laundry? All right. Nope, I'm done. You know you're wrong. <laughs> dishes should be done. <laughs> I might get I might get in trouble with that tread one. Lightly, <laughs> yes, I did. I tread lightly the whole time. What, what time are we at? Cannonballed on the end. Hour fifteen. It's, she's done. D- she's done with. She's not listening anymore. Oh no, I know. We're good. 
never closes you out from this side. That's going to be it for tonight's side. Oh, gosh. That's going to be it for tonight's sitters. It's been Bradford Douglas along with Joey Edge and Chris Martinez, and we are Front Porch Sitting. See you next time, sitters. Thank you, sir. Can, can I have another? <laughs>